Welcome to BBC's weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired, challenged and encouraged by this week's speaker. For previous messages, go to our website at ballamvineyard.org or subscribe via iTunes or SoundCloud. I just want to take a few minutes to just reflect a little bit on this last year and then also to hear stories from you guys. And this is the always the awkward bit. And so if you want to help me tonight, just be thinking while I'm talking if you've got a story you'd like to share so that I don't look really awkward up here. <laughs> so if you want to be thinking now, that would be really good. And it's... Um, we, so we started three years ago. We were, we were... Steve and I. I'm Viv, by the way. And Steve and I, we planted from uh, South West London Vineyard about three years ago with 12 of us on the foundation team. Who, who was here right from the beginning? Anyone? Just the three of us. <laughs> and our kids, and the dog. And um, we just never quite dreamt that it would accelerate as far as, as fast as it has. And we would have the incredible caliber of people that we've got today. And um, you, you may remember as well that we had this dream that in 10 years time, would our community notice if the church suddenly didn't exist anymore? So where would the, if, if people were sick, or if they were depressed, or if their marriages were in trouble, they'd go, Oh, let's go, to, let's go to Ballon Vineyard Church. And we love the fact that that is starting to happen. It's actually starting to happen, that, where we, we love that people are healed on the streets. We love the fact that in this last year, we've become even more visible, and we're right bang on the high street now. And we have seen so many miracles. We've actually been doing healing on the streets for seven years, seven and a half years, and we have seen so many miracles. It's almost easier to pray for healing on the streets than it is in church. It's amazing. So if you haven't joined Healing on the Streets at all, just challenge yourself. Challenge yourself over this next year to, to get out there one Saturday. We, we've launched a house of prayer over this last year, and that this just started as a, as a little dream that maybe we could open our little restore base that we were given by Wandsworth Council, maybe for a couple of hours, just during the month of January, and it kind of exploded, and it's open every day now, from eight in the morning till nine at night, and there's been thousands of hours prayed there over this year, which is just incredible, again. We started the job club before we started Sunday services, and we really wanted to we kind of didn't really want to do a Sunday service. We wanted to kind of make a difference in the community. So we sort of resisted doing Sundays for a while. And so we did the job club. And we love it. Even this last year, we, we love the stories where people phone us up and tell us they've got jobs. There's one, there was one story in particular where this guy couldn't afford to get to his interview. And so we were able to top up his Oyster card that he went, then went to his interview and he subsequently got the job. So we love those stories that have happened over this last year. And even the bike hub, for those of you that sometimes come in the morning, there's often random people dropping off bikes, and some people don't know what on earth that is. But basically, people donate second-hand bikes to something called the Bike Project, where they restore them, do them up again, and then donate them to refugees and asylum seekers living in London, just so that that helps with their transport costs. And so we're like a collection point, and we've had over 100 bikes donated here over the last year. And... I love it as well. Even, even this morning, these people are kind of dropping their bikes off and they're walking into the prayer meeting before church and kind of wondering what the heck they've walked into. 
But I love it that people sometimes stay for pastries and coffee and, and all sorts of things like that. We've started an evening service this year. This wasn't going on a year ago. It's amazing what God has done. So all you guys sitting around here, this wasn't even going on a year ago. It's just incredible what God has done over this last year. Baptisms are literally my favorite thing ever. And uh, there's even some people here that have been baptized this last year. Coco, Tabby, I don't think Tabby's here. Yana, Jennifer, Tony, Akshay, Saeed and Will. And every single person has had their lives transformed by Jesus. It's just been incredible. I remember Saeed saying at his baptism, it's my birthday today. And just that time of renewal and, and sort of giving their lives over to Jesus again. And we've got another baptism coming up in the middle of October. This is your chance. If you've not been baptized, or if, even if you were christened as a child, this is your time to get baptized as an adult and kind of declare your faith publicly. If you want to see Lou, who's over there, if you want to get baptized, it is literally the best thing ever. David, you got baptized a couple of years ago, didn't you? You just jumped in at the last minute almost. <laughs> it's great. And we've continued to give away our bags of blessings. So we have this um, collection point at the back where people can, all of you guys, get to bring in all of your things. Not all of your things, but various <laughs> things. You could do if you want to. <laughs> but um, things that you've bought extra from when, you, when you've gone shopping. Things that are really useful to give away to homeless and vulnerable people on the streets and then we make up bags and then we give them away in the community during the week and again we've it's difficult to know but we've given away hundreds of bags this year um, just making that little bit of difference in our community and I love it that everybody everybody gets to do that and together we are making a difference I'm so thankful to God to do this adventure with you when when Steve and I uh, did all of our training, they never warned us about the love that we'd feel for people. And it sounds really cheesy, but honestly, you know, this has been going three years, and the the it just feels like an extra... It feels more than what I would imagine in terms of loving the people that God has brought us into contact with. And I'm just so thankful that we get to transform London together. It's just such an adventure, isn't it? But we get to do this as a family. So Holy Spirit, come. Thank you that you're here. Thank you for uh, all the people here gathered. And even now, would your presence come? Holy Spirit, fall down. Uh, as we think about uh, Isaiah 61 as a chapter, it's a fantastic chapter, and we we strongly recommend uh, reading it, uh, praying over it, meditating it, memorizing it. Uh, scripture can be sung, uh, so you can sing sing the scripture uh, as you do, as you can pr pray the scripture, write down the scriptures. Um, Isaiah is a fantastic fantastic uh, chapter. And uh, as I've read it, I see it's in these three parts. Uh, Isaiah's in these three parts. Um, it, it starts off, I don't know if we've got the slide, I don't know if we've got the scripture up there. It starts off, the spirit of the Lord and King is on me. The Lord has anointed me to tell the good news to the poor people. Uh, and so it begins, the first part of 
Isaiah 61. It, it describes people receiving and knowing the Spirit on them. The second part of Isaiah 61 uh, as it goes on, it, it, it describes the people of God who carry the Holy Spirit. Uh, that they, they have this renewed identity in God and also power that comes when the Spirit comes. Two things that happen. When, when Jesus was baptised, uh, we read this fantastic uh, story of Jesus being baptised and that out from heaven came a voice saying, this is my son with whom I'm well pleased. And then the Holy Spirit came. When the Spirit of God comes, there's this renewing of our identity, but also uh, 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 we talked last week about the Spirit described here as ruach. It's this Hebrew word which means power. It means source. It means like this, uh, this driving force on, on you. When Jesus was baptized, he received his identity, but also he received power from the Holy Spirit. And it was that power that compelled him into the desert. It was that power that then he began his ministry of healing. It was through that power that the Holy Spirit came. And so the first step of Isaiah, and the first step for us, is that we receive the Holy Spirit. We know the Holy Spirit is on us, that our identity begins to change, but also we, we begin to carry the power of God with us. What happens in it is it transitions to them becoming a people of of power and, and encounter, stage two in Isaiah. And so we read, uh, read here, uh, the people of God that, that know them, that have the Holy Spirit, they then proclaim, proclaim the good news, they comfort, they provide, they give a crown of, uh, of, of beauty, a crown of, of their identity, they release joy, they give praise to God as they carry that Holy Spirit with them. And so the third step of Isaiah is then in turn, as they know who they are, they receive the power, they have an encounter, they then become an encounter for other people. They then carry this Holy Spirit for other people. And then what happens is they just give that away. They give that encounter away. They give that away. They give, uh, they give to the poor. They provide uh, release to the captives. And so as you look at the chapter, just look at it with those that, that in mind. What then happens is those people, which were like you and I, before we first encountered Jesus, we didn't know about uh, this wonderful Savior. We didn't know about what he did on the cross for us. But someone probably told you about him. Someone probably invited you to come and experience what they experienced. Or you saw their life, or you saw their model as an example. And so you said, oh, I want to, they seem really different. What's that about? What is it that they're carrying that's about? And so for you and I, as we first encountered Jesus, what then happens is we come back to stage one, where we then receive the Holy Spirit. And so that cycle start, goes again. So what we do as followers of Jesus, we receive the Holy Spirit, we become an encounter, and then we give that away. And then we help other people to, to have that encounter with God. That, in essence, is the summary of Isaiah 61. This is what we've, what we've been called to do. God has given us this mandate to, cre to create a compassionate and supernatural church. A church on one hand that, be, that would be recklessly generous, that would be practically minded, and it would be known for its compassion to the poor. Uh, 
on one hand would be a compassionate church, and yet on the other hand, a church that demonstrates the raw power of, uh, of our supernatural God in normal and everyday moments, helping and equipping people uh, to see Jesus save, rescue, and heal. So, let's go back to step one. The Spirit of God is on you, so how do we receive it? What I'd like to do, just think about ways you personally get renewed or empowered by God. Think about ways where you uh, get spiritually filled up by Jesus or, or, or build up, built up by God. Now, uh, I don't want platitudes or hyperboles now, but what I want you to do is just get into threes and fours where you are and just tell one another just ways where you get spiritually rich through Jesus. Now, if you're a talker and you tend to dominate group discussions, this is a great opportunity to practice listening. So just, I'm gonna give you sort of 30 seconds each just to go around and say one or two things that you do to help yourself get spiritually filled up or spiritually richer or renewed or refreshed. Off you go. Off you go. And you've got two minutes, so you've got to be quick. You've got about a minute and a half left. Okay, you've got 10 seconds, so I'm really, really sorry. If we could end our conversations, that would be awesome. Okay, I wouldn't mind just a few people just to shout out, describe the ways that you get spiritually renewed by Jesus. Step one, how, how do you receive the Spirit of God? How do you get renewed? Let's have uh, anyone over this side. Of the room. Just shout out. Reading the Bible. Reading the Bible. Okay, great. Other things. Worship. Serving. Serving. Great. <laughs> hey. Okay. Let's uh, have this kind of section over here.
things that you do to renew yourself? Music, yeah, music. Reminding, remembering what God's done. Let's have being thankful. Yeah, I like that. Journaling, and it has to be quiet. Yeah, great. Other things. other people yeah silence yeah you just did like a week silent retreat didn't you how long was that it's also great <laughs> filled me with fear when i heard that um how about this section here any things that you do to get yourself filled up renewed nature yeah good quiet time what, what do you mean by that Spend time with the Lord in the morning. Other things. Yeah, yeah. And what does that do to you? Wow, that's great. Lots of different ways, and our, our, our kind of our way, our path is to find out how do we get renewed. Uh, we, we said before, a thousand different ways that Jesus meets a thousand different people. There's not just one way to get spiritually renewed. Um, uh, when Jesus, wh- after he got baptized, the, we had this sense of the dove coming down. And we kind of think it's, oh, it's this nice pictorial thing. Let me just say, it's more than a dove from above. It's this power. <laughs> it's this power that comes, comes upon you. Okay, so number, number one, have an encounter. Number two, become an encounter. Uh, I want to say we're in the midst of the greatest time in the body of Christ. I don't care what the newspaper says, what the media says, the church is in decline. I, I think we're in the greatest time in all of history right now. Uh, there are more people coming to faith now. Uh, the, 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 the conversion rate is faster than the birth rate currently. Did I say that right? The conversion rate to Christianity is growing at a faster rate than a birth rate around the world. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Did I say that right? It's now time to get in the game. We're in the greatest time of all of hu- human history. In Christianity, there are plenty of positions to be filled, and now isn't the time to take a back seat. Now's not the time to to sit on the bench. Uh, we don't really have back rows, but the, we don't have sofas at the back. This isn't the time to kind of go at the back, go at the sides, and cheer people on. This isn't the time. This is the time uh, to get in the game and get involved. Uh, some of you, uh, this morning I was just praying about it. Some of you, God has spoken specifically about now and said you can absorb, you can learn more, uh, you can come along to be fed, but now's the time to step up and now's the time to get in the game. And what do I do to get in the game? Uh, I want to say you don't look at the social media to get your perspective on the world. Don't look at social media to find out what's going on in the world. Read the news walk the city, talk to MPs, 
Uh, talk to business and charity leaders. Look at societal trends in terms of the poor, children, education, health, family, the arts, the media. And then go before the Lord and say, what do you need me to do in this city? Walk the city. Uh, I know some of you uh, in, in, in universities or in your workplaces, you'll have a particular role. I, you'll have a particular job description. I want you to ask God, what is my job? What does heaven want me to do in my workplace? What's my job description from heaven for this w- for in my workplaces? In, in my university, in my school, in my campus, in my halls. What is it that God has called me to do for this time? And then once we discover that and begin to discover that, we just simply give that away. We give that away. And Isaiah 61, it announces the heart and mind of God uh, for a city in, in, in need of good news. And so because w- this is why we've changed our name. Uh, so that our name is the role we get to play in together bringing life to London and beyond. Uh, and so what we do there, I'm going to just talk on this third section, how we give that away, just simply about, uh, we often talk about out, we often talk about what we can do out. I want to just talk about what we do when we gather here today. And we do this thing in, in the vineyard called ministry time. Uh, all it is, is an invitation at the end of every service, at the end of every gathering, every leaders meeting, every prayer meeting, every small group, we do this thing called ministry time. We believe that uh, in creating these gathering environments where we can worship, we can pray, we can open up the scriptures, and we can minister to one another. God's presence is here. He's with us every day and everywhere. Uh, but when we gather on Sundays or in our small groups, we create a space for you to receive. Uh, every Sunday, we, we just open up the doors, invite people to come in, and then uh, release the Holy Spirit to you. Uh, and so uh, it might be that you just come to receive uh, a, a promise. It might be that you just need reoriented, reoriented, <laughs> It might be you need to be restored back to God. It might be you need to be healed. It might be you need a prophetic promise. It might just mean, might, it might just be that you need propping up and almost spiritually thrown into God's arms. And the invitation is just to come. All we do is just sit, come and respond to what the Lord is doing. You can either come on your knees or come skeptical with your pain. Come, come as you are. If you have carry shame, if you carry guilt, we don't mind. God doesn't mind. Jesus knows your every need. Uh, There are a number of times where we all need someone just to partner with us in prayer. I remember uh, a few years ago now, I remember uh, I was going through a time in my life, a bit of a season in my life, where I was just, I need to, whatever the response, whatever the call, I just need to come forward. And I would say to, to Viv, I'm just going up the front. You know, whatever the preacher says, Whatever, he, you know, if they have a prophetic word, I said, I don't care if they say, I want to call all the mothers here with one legs. I said, I'm coming up. <laughs> Hopping. I don't care. I'm just coming up. <laughs> Whatever the call, I just went up. And so they would give these calls and I'm, I'm going up front. 
You know, I'm, I'm, we want to pray for all the over 50s. Okay, I'm, I'm up there. <laughs> Nearly. I'm praying, like now, I pray for all, the, all those under 40. I'm going up. <laughs> I, n- I needed that ministry. I needed that prop. I needed someone to release the Spirit of God over me. Uh, and Jesus, he does. He always offers this invitation. And so l- in a few minutes, we're just going to invite people to come up. Come up and receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, before we do that, we're going to take communion. And uh, it's a sacred moment. The, the, there are two, two ordinances that Jesus gives us, two requirements for the church, things that we're to do. He says, baptize people and take communion. And so we're gonna, we, every month we take communion publicly. Uh, before Jesus died on the cross, he gave us something to remember him by. And remember the story, he had dinner with his closest friends. And he says, when you come together and eat, I want this broken bread to remind you what I've done. My body is going to be broken for you. When you take the the wine, remember my blood is going to be shed for you. This This is why we gather, because of what Jesus has done. He told them that he would die for everything we've ever done wrong and uh, or still going to do wrong he, he, he spoke and he would be beaten and treated cruelly taking on our punishment upon himself his body would be broken literally nailed to the cross and so when we eat when we partake of communion we're remembering what Jesus has done so I'm just going to invite <laughs>